Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Final Forward Coaching Podcast. Uh, a very, very special episode in the works um, today. We're going to be interviewing one of my long-term clients, Katie um, Carmody. So very, very excited to go through Katie's journey, guys. I've just done a, a brief a brief introduction to you, Katie, right? Um, and we'll just, we'll, we'll just go through a few things today. I suppose more than anything, guys, I just want this session to be relatable. Um, I can talk all I want about certain topics but when it comes from people that have actually been through the stuff i think it's it's so much more powerful because you can relate that much more to them so katie before we start we might just give a brief instruction to you and uh we'll take from there so i'm obviously katie i know mike a very 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 long time <laughs> <laughs> um very long time um i live in northampton i'm here nearly 10 years i'm a mental health practitioner so I'm a nurse but I work with children and adolescents in mental health so I risk assess self-harm and suicide on a daily basis and I am a mom to a soon-to-be two-year-old and I have a wonderful partner well husband-to-be by next year mm-hmm. and we have a cat called Lulu who you might see at some point but that's really it. I'm 32 next month, which is frightening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're pushing on, Katie. We're pushing on. Um, yeah. So, yeah, look, look again, guys, just a bit of context. Like, I, 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 I love Katie's story because there's obviously so many elements to this. And obviously the, the, the work that Katie works in is is quite stressful and it's very very fulfilling but a lot of the work that she's done on herself here has helped her not just obviously in the physical side of things but but on her personal life and obviously her career as well which is which is really really nice so katie i'm just going to start from the start right i want to always give people context so that they can kind of maybe sense i suppose a little bit more about you and obviously feel if it kind of relates to them as well but like just take us back right give us a kind of insight into I suppose where you were before you joined and why you joined in the first place and, and maybe just break it down from like a, a physical point of view maybe a mental point of view and also just from like a life like general life point of view like how was this affecting your overall kind of day-to-day life so over the years while when i was training to be a nurse and when i came to england i was in and out of doing like slim and world and um, I'd always hit so far and then I'd go, oh, I'm great now. And I would yo-yo it. So I'd always hit a target and I would always use, lose the weight, but I would never be able to sustain it. I worked days, I worked nights. I went out quite a lot. Um, Mentally, I, I suppose I was a bit immature, really, in a sense. Like I wasn't doing what was right for myself as such and looking at things in the long term. I was just looking for quick fixes just to make myself feel better, but I wasn't sustaining it. So I spoke to Mike probably just after I had Hewitt and I was considering of joining, but I I mentally wasn't ready at that point because I was a first time mom. Huey wasn't really sleeping. Um, I hadn't settled myself into a routine. So once I was ready, Mike approached me again and I 100% wanted to come into this this journey because at that point, I was back to work. I had established a routine. I wanted to be able to sustain having weight off 
But it wasn't just about that. I just wanted to be happy. I wanted to be content. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to look after my body. And having a child, I just wanted to be able to shape him right going up by learning it for myself, to know how to eat well and be social at the same time and not be hard on yourself. If you do want to overindulge a little bit, just be happy about it. Physically, I've always had a soft vein for weight. Mike will know, like I, you've seen me over the years being quite thin, quite heavy. But I had to exercise. I have to exercise. And being a nurse and working on wards, you know yourself, you get your steps in because it's frantic. But I wasn't getting enough of like high energy exercising. So I started running uh, through COVID. And I used to run years ago when I was about 17 and I forgot how much I loved it. So I started couch to 5K and I completed it three or four times because with injuries and stuff like that. And then when I started to get started with Mike, I went back into it and it's fantastic. But I have to exercise for my mind more mm. so than any, but also just to keep myself fit. For sure. And they do sorry, say just what... to, sorry to interrupt you. Just, just to pull it back, Bob. There, I, I, I love all this because I love all the different elements that have kind of come together for you here. But like to bring it back to, I suppose before you started, in terms of when you reached out, even obviously before you, it was kind of maybe in the top of your mind as well. But it's like, what, what effect do you feel like all this was having on your day to day life? Like, what, what was the driver for you to actually truly want to do this? So, like from obviously a physical point of view, you said you wanted to lose the weight, and that was always your mind. From a mental point of view, maybe you weren't feeling the best. But like, how was that impacting you on a day to day basis? I was miserable. Like I was just lethargic. I felt like I was going nowhere. I wasn't fitting into clothes. I was just wearing leggings and baggy t-shirts, and even though there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, but I was just felt like I lost myself. I was now a mom and I just felt like my my I just didn't feel myself anymore I didn't feel like I had any other purpose apart from being a nurse and apart from being a mom and a partner I didn't have me mm. have that back because you've you've you wear so many hats and you just think and you you look out for so many people like I'm 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 talking about the, like the the darkest of things daily at work, and making sure children are right, my own child's all right, my own partners are right. But I wasn't looking after myself whatsoever, and I was as irritable. I'd be at work, I'd be smiley, I'd be happy. The minute I come in the door here, I would be irritable, and I hate feeling like that. Mm. And you have a sharp temper with your child if he's crying, he's he's tired, and you just feel overall it's a horrid cycle to be in. So mm. I wanted to back yeah for sure I, lo I love that Katie and this is such a common thing um that that we see like with with moms especially but you in particular because of the fact that your job obviously like it took a lot from you as well um and, and in an amazing way an absolutely amazing way but I suppose it can be so easy for you just to focus on giving 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 and this kind of like almost feeling like selfish if you if you take back for yourself but as you as you found, found out and I suppose it, it took you to the kind of point where you, you felt like you needed to do something because you couldn't give as much anymore and it was affecting it was affecting you day to day like you said because you were feeling irritable but you were also it was also affecting you when you went home the most important thing in the world to you Steve and Huey and that was affecting you when you went home so it was just like how this was actually impacting your overall life as, it, as opposed to just 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 just, just the weight loss side things um so I just just on top of that as well, okay, just probably kind of move on to what kind of drove you. 
would you say like having Huey as well was a kind of um I suppose a big thing for you to to want to better yourself and want to be a good role model because I know like you're talking you're, you're telling me only last week how he's like mirroring everything you're doing now in terms of the food and the cooking and the <laughs> everything so would you say that was a big driver for you? A hundred percent I because I it, it boils down to my job as sad as that sounds I work with such young people and have worked with such prolific young people who have issues with eating and it's come from a house that this is very deep Mark I wouldn't really speak about this quite a lot but I look at families certain families that come from really high pressure families and massive education around food and you know very strict routines around this and then the opposite side of it and that's where I see young people and young boys like even though it's not that common that are struggling to manage food and I see the obesity in children rising recently and it just make it just made me think in my head I want Huey to grow up and not turn around to me and say mom do I look do I look all right like in this are my trousers too big is this too tight have I put on weight I just want him to to have a nice opinion of himself and not give two shit whether up is too tight, but just to be happy in himself, be educated that you can fuel yourself with good food. And yes, you can have drink or you can have shit food if you like, but just have a balance for yourself, but make sure that your mental health is good with it. And then you won't be making those choices because a lot of it boils down to how your mental health is. Yeah. So, so true, Katie. Oh my God, it's so powerful. That was really, really powerful. Thanks for sharing that. And like, I suppose for you, Katie, too, would you say that that was kind of the biggest thing for you is like, you almost had to go through that journey yourself and, and get on top of your emotional cycle with food. And like you said, it's not just about, oh, I'm eating good food. It's more about like how your relationship with food is, that you're able to have the food and you're able to, you know, like you say, look after yourself, put yourself first, but at the same time, not have to be obsessive about it or not have to be extremely restrictive and strict about it to the point where it creates a negative, I suppose, um, a, never, a negative situation in the opposite direction. A hundred percent. Like, if you're not happy in yourself, it's going to show in other aspects externally in your life. So if you're not, like, because everyone has their own mental health, right? We all do. We just, some people cope not so good than the than the rest. But if you can meet your basic daily needs, like eat, sleep, like all the stuff that you tell me, Mike, is all the stuff that I preach. But it's just harder when it's yourself you're trying to do it. So me, making sure you eat, you sleep, you drink plenty of fluids, that's looking after your basic needs. That's making your mind tick. That's making you tick. So if you have a healthy relationship with all of those things, you know who you are then as a person. Like I want to be able to say that at 35 years of age, I know who I am. I don't need to be worrying about what other people say or look or think of me. I know who I am. I'm content. And I couldn't give two fiddlers if I'm wearing an outfit and I think and someone would say usually, oh, God, do I look big? enough? I'm not. I don't even want that to enter my head. Mm-hmm. I want to put it on and walk out the door. Yeah, yeah, for sure. As you as you have many, many times in this journey, actually even like gone through them periods again where you've challenged all beliefs around that. And I suppose just 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 on that as well, Katie, because I feel 
like we could talk about confidence. I know you always like maybe in, in in the past was kind of working on your body as as a confidence thing. It's like oh, I want to build my confidence, so I want to wear better clothes, which is a huge aspect, by the way. But I feel like from my perspective, like having coached you and just been very close to you with it on this journey, it's like a lot of the main confidence you've actually gained has been from doing them things finally for yourself and actually, you know, putting yourself first so that you can start to give in and actually catch yourself when you're like, no, do you know what? I need to do this for myself, not just for everyone else. Like the simple things of like, when you say you're going to, you know, eat well or work on your sleep or your behaviors, your habits are even small things. Like I know we talked a lot about like be nicer to yourself, just being able to kind of pull back and, and, not, and not berate yourself because maybe you had a bad day at work or maybe you did have a short fuse with Huey in one of the days. Would you say like, am I correct in saying like a lot of your confidence has actually come from, from you actually showing up for yourself and, and, and being able to do the things that you wanted to do for yourself? Yeah, because I've, it's down to the accountability side of it. Like I've had many ups and downs through this, but knowing that I can turn around and say to myself, do you know what? Fuck it. Well done. You did that. Even if I have a day where I are, it, the good example is if I'm at work Wednesday and Thursday and if I've not touched that table of sweets, that's massive for me. So yeah, it is a hundred percent coming from that. Definitely would agree. Like I wouldn't have had confidence. I've confidence in other areas of my life, but around that, no. Mm, absolutely. Again, get, getting that consistency with it. And I suppose the evidence is well located because like you said, you've been through so many ups and downs, but it was like having that evidence that it didn't matter as such because you were able to just kind of put it behind you and, and move forward again. And actually, like you said, be nice to yourself in the in the times maybe when you're struggling, but also being proud of yourself for the times that you're doing well and then taking ownership. You know, we, we've had a conversation even today just about ownership around, around the tracking and stuff. So it's never like this perfect like journey, but it's always about your mindset around it and being able to be, be okay with not being perfect, but at the same time, taking ownership for, for, for what you want to do as well. Just last question before we move on to, I suppose, some of what you've achieved, Katie is like, what do you feel was missing for you before? Like what elements of, of this approach has kind of helped you the most? Like, when you did lose weight in the past, as you have done, and you cycle, like, what, what do you feel was the biggest thing that actually stopped you from, from not just losing weight and keeping it off, but actually just stepping into yourself? Like you said, being the person you kind of know you are now and, and, and you've been able to, like you said, not, not worry as much about others' opinions of you and stuff. I think, it, if I was to be totally honest, I think it's because I'm in, I'm, I'm in a different stage of my life. I'm in a stage of my life where I'm a mom. Mm-hmm job for the rest of my life and I want to be the best of it that I can be but not harm myself too much that I can't be perfect mm-hmm. but that is a hundred percent it I do not want to be a role model to my child where I am contradicting going into work and preaching but contradicting myself I just I can't have it yeah. Because what yeah. work am I serving in on this earth, really? 100%. That's, that's a bit deep, do you know? But... No, no. It's, it's, it's incredible, Katie. It's, it's incredible because it's you it's you aligning with your values and, you know, doing the things you, you say you're going to do. But I, I do want to kind of challenge you a little bit. Like, I, I do feel you don't give yourself enough credit because it's easy for you to say, oh, I'm just in the time in my life that I'm a mom now and this is this is naturally come to me and I'm ready for it. But it's like, there's many people, and I, I've, I've coached a lot of them, there's many people that have gone through a lot of their life where they did become a parent and they did they did get to the stage of their life where 
they probably w wanted to do what you're doing right now, but didn't. So I, I don't think it just comes from from a time you're like, you have to take that that decision and you have to show up yourself and you have to do it as well. So you do need to take a lot of credit in that because it would be easy for, for you just to keep going the way you're going, especially because after having a child, if anything, stress goes up, you're losing sleep. <laughs> you're you're under more pressure to to look after another person as opposed to everybody else you're already doing. So yeah, I definitely take a lot of credit in that and working on yourself. And I think when you start taking that ownership as well, in a good way, taking ownership for, the, for what you've done, you can actually accept that you had a lot of control over the trajectory you've gone on. It hasn't just happened because I've got to a stage in my life and this was always going to happen. It wasn't. You take you took control back, and I think you deserve an awful lot of credit in that. So let's 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 shift gears, Katie. Right. So when you came, you were obviously in that position, and you just you just realized you weren't happy in yourself, and you you weren't maybe being the person you wanted to be. What has changed for you? Like how, contrast contrast you now um, to you before you started, and and I suppose how you're acting differently. Um, and again, maybe in the elements, physically, um, mentally, and just on a day to day basis, what's changed? A day to day basis, I'm probably like I know I had two weeks ago. I I had quite um, a rough week with it, but the good days are more. The bad days are less. I'm more. I'm more relaxed and I'm more able to say to myself, do you know, it's okay to not be hard on myself all the time. It's okay to not be perfect all the time. To not be the best at everything and just put myself down. I've less of those days, whereas prior I had that massively. Always questioning, always thinking in my head. So day to day, my mind is more at ease. Because you know you talk with your head like, and you think, <laughs> that sounds mad. But you know, you converse with yourself around certain things, around your thoughts, you question them all the time. So day to day, I feel like my mind is a bit more decluttered from that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, physically, physically, I feel great. I'm not as stiff as I was after having Huey and carrying that extra weight. And I'm enjoying running. Like, if I know I'm going to have a hard day of it at work, the best thing for me to do is to get out and run. Like, I would like to achieve at some point to increase my distance, but that's a goal I can achieve farther in life. Do you know what I mean? If I'm 40 and if I can get up to 10k fair play, there's not many 40 rows I can do it. Eating habit-wise, I am, because if it's it boils down to Huey again, because I'm having to cook for him and make sure that he eats rice, and have food that he'll enjoy and I can eat with it and batch cook it for work it's fantastic and now that even Steve my other half my way of dealing with food is influencing him so whatever I'm cooking he's taking it to work above in Liverpool and now he's trying to educate me on having so much protein every day and all that so it has it has changed massively for me Amazing, amazing, and it's funny, Katie, because you didn't even mention the weight loss there, which is a kind of a credit to you as well. Like, because you have lost a lot of weight, but it's like that was always everyone comes in as kind of that's the priority, but then after a while, it kind of takes a back seat because yes, you're doing that, but it's like you're just happy with how you're feeling, how the habits are sticking, how you're like a, a role model, not only like Huey, but Steve as well, and how you're influencing other people. And then on top of that, your job because it's so you're so impactful in other people, how much that's helped you as well, probably without even realizing it. Um, so it's it's just incredible to kind of, I suppose, hear how far you've come. And I definitely feel with the the negative self-talk, like you said, I love that you said that, Katie, because I think there's a kind of a misconception that 
right, let's work on this and it'll be gone forever. It's like, it's not. It's always going to be in the background for all of us. We don't, we all have doubts. But I love that whole ratio thing. It's like, you know, most of the time I'm actually pretty happy. Most of the time, you know, I'm challenging things. And you, you often, I often like, you know, you'll send a message or do a check-in and it's like, you're almost kind of catching yourself as you're writing it. You know, you're like, um, I was really hard on myself this week, but I'm I'm not going to leave that get, get me down or, you know, you catch yourself when you're when you're maybe talking down. Yourself. So even just bringing your awareness to that stuff, I think is so crucial. And it's always a work in progress, but your your I suppose journey has has just been incredible because you've worked on all the elements and because of that you're a happier person and because of that you're a better like role model to to Huey as well who like again is going to take a lot of your traits on so if you're talking down to yourself the whole time maybe he does that to himself and he doesn't want you to want him to you know feel that way or, or see you being like that to yourself either so I think that's absolutely incredible last question on that what are you proudest of if you had to pick one thing what would you say it is What am I proudest of? That I'm sustaining. I'm moving through this. I'm proud of that. Mm. Like before, I would have sacked it off. Whereas I'm persevering and persevering. I'm admitting the mistakes. I'm going with it constantly. I'm I'm being raw completely when I'm down. And that's the most I'm proud of. I couldn't give two shits about weight loss. It doesn't really bother me now. But when I look in the mirror, I think, actually, do you know what? I'm happy. I'm content. And what the proudest moment in my life would be with this is when I can look at my child and see that the happiness that seeped out of me as a person rubs off on him. Oh. And my relationship. That's what, out of everything, that would be the proudest moment that I will achieve. Wow. That's powerful. That's very powerful. And again, coming back to that's both selfless and you probably again you're you're all you're always <laughs> you're always thinking about other people, even when it's for yourself. Yeah. You know, it's it's which is funny, but it's fine. Like that again, you're human and we we I don't see any problem when it's when it's positive because it's you actually looking after yourself and it's rubbing off and then so if that motivates you and for many moms it will, I think that's so mm. powerful. And even say that like I think you, you know, it would make you emotional even to think about that because you can almost feel that you can sense that and you know how much of an impact that's going to have on on everything like your relationship see but but also huey and yeah it's just it's 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 amazing right we're nearly there right last couple of questions this has been amazing thank you katie so much for being so open and honest i think this is going to help so many people because again a lot of people go through this stuff um actually just before i go into this last one i, I want to kind of just touch on what you said there around like being proud about not giving up what do you like this is only opinion now. Why do you think people do give up on this? Like what? What? Like when when they struggle or when they go through tough times? Like what? Why do you think it's the main reason people do give up? Or maybe why? Why did you always like stop in the past? I'd say shame. It's a hundred percent shame. It's if you've not tracked, you're mortified over that because you do your check-ins and you think, oh, I've not checked. I know my checking things. But it's not about, no offence, Mike, but it's not about, like, <laughs> what you're saying. You're just there to push. You're not there to, like, crack a whip. Well, you are when necessary, like, but you're not there giving out and you're not going to be there with judgment. And it is judgment as well. Judgment mm -hmm. is a problem. Yeah. But also, well, it could be people's not the right time for them. Because how I look at this, right, 
in my head, I don't know if anyone ever said this to you, Mike, but how I look at it is like CBT, right? If you're delivering a treatment to someone for something, but if they're not ready for it, it's going to fail. It's not the person failing the treatment, it's the treatment failing the person because they're not ready. So that's that's how I think of it. I love it. I, I love it. I, I'm actually so glad I asked that question, Katie, because that just kind of, I had light bulbs going off everywhere when, when you when you were talking there, because there's something I always try to do in the program, and it, it is create that sense of, this is about you, Katie, this is your journey, this is about you. It's not about me, um, like you say, like making you feel bad or, or, you know, being pissed off because you didn't do something. It's like, this is about you and encouraging you to understand where the blocks are and what have the blocks been in the past. And I suppose I get this an awful lot as well, especially, and, and I don't want to bash like the Weight Watchers and similar other times, but there is a sense of judgment there because you go and you weigh in and it's like people are watching you and it's, you're going to get that feeling of like, I'm failing. Do you know, it's like, oh my God, people are watching me. So you'd almost do anything you can to get the weight down on that day, but it doesn't matter because it's not actually improving you. Whereas it's like, for this, it's, it's not about the shame. Of course, we want to take ownership, but it's like, if you can actually focus on all the amazing things you're doing and the stuff, taking ownership for the stuff you need to improve on, I think that's always key, but it's hard. And I, sometimes I find it hard for, for me as well to get that across to clients because there is that old belief around, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing good enough. And then it's like telling yourself stories of oh, why you should quit. Do you know, it's like, I should give up on this because the shame is so high. You're almost like, I hate this. This is stupid. And then you almost like convince yourself to stop as opposed to look at all the amazing things that we can pick apart from from your journey which which is which is absolutely crucial so with that being said katie moving on right if you if you could if you could give let's just say you were talking to your old self now you were talking to katie before she started what advice would you give her like what would you tell her knowing what you know now what would you tell her about like just this this whole journey in general not just for my program but the, the journey the fitness journey i would just say probably one thing Cheer yourself on through it. Because we have to cheer ourselves sometimes. It's a thing we use at work called the cheerleading effect. Sounds cringy, doesn't it? But you have to give yourself a pat on the back. It's something I struggle to do. Because I do think about putting myself down all the time. So you have to cheer yourself. It's like, do you know when you're running? And it's, get, it's hard probably the first... 10 15 minutes and you're there th you're thinking about the running but if you change that to going come on you can do it come on come on let's go let's go let's go come on you're doing great you're doing great you're constantly saying these mantras you're manifesting it to move forward so it's the same with this cheer yourself on pat yourself on the back take your wins take your lows accept them and just walk through it that's how I'm looking at it. I love that. That's a great, that's a great model for life. I think that's a, a brilliant way to finish this as well. Um, I think that's, that is great, incredible. And guys, just to reiterate here now for, for Katie, like, and again, Katie, you struggle to put your back yourself in the back, but I certainly don't struggle to pat you in the back. Um, like going through everything you've gone through with obviously a new child, um, obviously you're living like a long way away from home as well. So maybe you don't get as much maybe support as other parents as well. Um, working the job you do, obviously having shift work within that, um, a very, very testing like job, like psychologically as well, because you're giving a lot of yourself to other people. So managing all that 
and and doing all the things you've been doing, I think is just it's just inspiring, Katie, because anyone that's listening to this now that has kind of different things going on, they're like, there's always this, this thing in your head. It's like, well, I haven't got the time. Well, I have the kids. I have this. And like you said, sometimes you do need to be, it does need to be the right time. But sometimes we do need to say, well, I have to make it the right time as well sometimes. And I, I don't think it's so much in terms of external factors in terms of the right time. I think it's more so a mindset shift in the right time. And that's where you came at the perfect time here because you were ready to not just take on the weight loss, but take on the psychological stuff that you 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 were going to improve from this. So I just want to say thank you so much for for being a, an inspiration in the program to me as well and um, for having this conversation because I do feel like this is going to help many, many people and you don't even realize it, the ripple effect it'll have. So thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Any final thoughts to leave us with? Um, it's not perfect and I'm not perfect. I had this conversation with Mike two weeks ago. I was doing, I was feeling a bit shite after Christmas. And I was just saying to Mike, I'm, I don't feel like I might be giving up when I was doing this. But I'm definitely not perfect, lads, at whatsoever at this. I'm just, I'm just going through it the same as everyone. The same, the same problems around food. I'm not. I'm not like on top form every week. Mike knows that. So it's, I, I just don't want to perceive myself to be like, oh, I have everything. I fucking don't. <laughs> I don't. I have all my shit together all the time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's a great way to finish the well, Katie, because I actually had this conversation with someone recently around podcasts. And sometimes you listen to someone talking and you're like, oh, they figured it out. They figured out this whole thing. And it's like, no one's ever figured it out. Like we go through highs and lows, but it's it's more of a mindset shift. I, like our, our our big thing on the program is like, can we think about progress over perfection? Can you just think about like, and if you were to actually like even measure that, Katie, it's like, how much have you progressed in all these areas? If you were just to look at perfection as the, as the goal, you're like, well, I'm not there yet, so I'm, I'm failed. It's like, that's not that's not it. It's it's like, how much have you progressed compared to before? And like, you can see all the areas and that's, that to me is the most important part. So a brilliant, brilliant way to finish. Katie, thank you so, so much for that and Nikki great to see you on uh, Marie was on as well um, guys thanks for listening uh, hopefully you got something from it as always uh, a bit of feedback is fantastic on the podcast if you want to share it or anything of the likes and we will talk to you all next week bye thanks get it